Hello, uh, and welcome to this non zero one special edition podcast. Whoa. Yeah, with myself, Fran Miller. Uh, me, John Hunter. And me, Kat Harrison. And the fourth member of non zero one who can't be with us today uh, because she is on uh, parental leave is Sarah Butcher. Why are we doing the podcast, Kat? It has been 10 years since we made our first piece of work. And so we thought it would be uh, an interesting time to reflect on everything we've done at this point and maybe pass on some pearls of wisdom, Ooh. if we have any. It might. I mean, it's going to be an, an emotional ride for yeah, everybody. Strap in. Yeah, strap in. <laughs> exactly. So we asked some people who have been very important to our journey over the last 10 years to pose some questions to us, uh, which we attempt to answer one by one per episode. There are eight in total. So we hope you enjoy. And if you'd like to find out any more information about Non-Zero One, you can visit our website at www.nonzero1.com uh, and drop us a line. We would love to hear from you. Drop us a line? I don't know. Yeah, just give us a bell. Question number one. When was the first moment? And this was given to us by Tamara Harvey, who we know because we met her uh, at the Bush Theatre when she was associate director there. And we created a show called um, This Is Where We Got To When You Came In, which was uh, to celebrate uh, sort of the end of the Bush uh, being in its old venue above a pub um, before it moved to the library. And so, John and Kat, when yes. was the first moment? What we- was the first thing that came into your head? The first thing that came into my head was sitting... So we went to Royal Holloway University and studied drama and theatre together. And in the final year, instead of writing a dissertation, Sarah Butcher, I think, persuaded us all to... I thought that was you. No, it was Sarah, actually. John and I were getting a dissertation and then Sarah was like, actually, why don't we make a show together? Because that was one of the other options. Because then you had to write anything. You still had to write a... Yeah, you still did. That was the surprise at the end. Yeah. (laughs) And... And so we all, we sort of got a group together and it was Sarah, John, Kat, Fran, Alex, Turner. And then uh, I think the final. <laughs> there was just a cat. <laughs> was there was just a cat. <laughs> I think we then got Ivan along because it had to be six. <laughs> Didn't there have to be, was there six in a group? Did we feel that we were missing a skill? But I'm, I'm, li- <laughs> I'm like. Well, I don't think we knew what we were trying like, to do. like, what was that skill now that we thought we needed yeah. to go to a van for? Oh, their loveliness, loveliness and comedy, comedy powers. Definitely. Comedy. Yeah. It was actually 11 years ago because it was almost yeah. Christmas 2008 and we were sat in the canteen at, at the hub, which was yeah. like one of the eating cake, places. It cakes and, no, it wasn't cakes and shakes. Cake, coffee, what, and cake. coffee and cake. Coffee and cake. Alex Turner used to work. Yeah, well, Alex used to work and we all sat around and we all said, right, are we, and we said something along the lines of, like, shall we? Shall we do this? Yeah. Like, shall we do this as a six? Yeah. Maybe it was just a five at that point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were all six. Somewhere else. But I remember it was nearly, there were Christmas decorations up and stuff yeah. like that. So it was like just before. And then I that. think it was that that same cafe where we, after we sort of did our first, well, the first piece, the piece that we had to graduate with, which was called Would Like to Me, we went back to Cakes and Bakes. And that's where... We ha- we decided to take a show to the Southwark the, sh- the show to Southwark Playhouse because they were doing lunchtime secrets because yes. you could do a show for yeah. a ticket for five pounds you get a free sandwich from prep but we had like a summer stretching before us we just done this 
our final piece. We'd all finished. We were like, should we take We'd Like to Meet to, to Southwark Playhouse? And that was when we all decided we needed a budget and we all put down uh, £20 each. We all gave Alex 20, 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Gus began his long and illustrious career as the treasurer. <laughs> and that's, 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 so that also feels like a moment, doesn't it? Because it yeah, felt like our yeah. first budget of £120. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what we did so that Playhouse on. Yeah, so that felt maybe like the first moment where we were in the semi-real world. Mm. Um, though yeah, we def- still well, had a show. it's where we decided yeah. to do something outside of having to do something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like there was no, yeah, university wasn't telling us we had to create a show yeah. because we would only pass our degree if we did it. This was us off the, our own backs going, let's just go and do this and see what happens next. So that actually, in terms of like our career that sort of was the first moment for us as well I suppose I remember feeling quite under attack for the first year of our course by all of these different sort of what felt like attempts to try and open our minds Mm -hmm. as to what it could be and 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 I remember the feeling of like what the hell is this like really feeling quite challenged and almost threatened by some of the stuff that we were being asked to take seriously mm. so I don't know were you in the class where Goze Sana yeah. um, was sitting in a on a plastic chair in mm-hmm. a in a drained lake without any shoes on yes. singing about yeah. repaying her yeah. PhD loan yeah. Yeah. and like we were all there and there was a sort of awkwardness of thinking like oh do I do I try and sort of do I do the awkward natural thing and sort of maybe take the piss out of this a bit and uh, because I'm a little bit nervous because I don't get it and I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is so stupid, huh? La, 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 la. Or am I trying to kind of go, right, this is a challenge to you to, to work out why this is relevant and which, you know, obviously it was. But I remember definitely going on that journey from initially wanting to be like, well, this is just all nonsense, isn't it? To like, oh, just you wait. Two years time, you'll be citing that as a major influence. A lot of that time was breaking down those kind of barriers. And I think that those moments were, for me, the beginning of being able to even conceive of work like what we now make or what we were making uh, straight after um, Royal Holloway. But I suppose that also links to when we, I suppose there was a moment in second year with Emma Brzezinski when we all created a piece on the rooftop of a car park in Staines. And we were all in that that group together. So as Sarah, Sarah and Avan, actually, the performance installation group. And actually, maybe that was a moment because it was it was this kind of, as you were saying, John, this real moment of what is performance and, and how can people experience it and what, you know, actually, how can audiences, they don't have to sit in plush velvet seats, they can be on the top of a car park. And I think that kind of, opened my imagination quite a lot yeah yeah no it's interesting because I'd not really thought about it in that way but I think maybe I had a different um maybe had a different arrival at Royal Holloway where I was kind of just like uh fairly had fairly large imposter syndrome anyway in that like I'd sort of sort of not really expected to be there in a way so it was really like open to whatever was what coming. were you gonna do I don't well I just like you know on that UCAS form yeah. that you had to fill out like m- mine was like a different course in a different place for like each oh really one oh, really yeah yeah so I remembered a, a similar thing in like our like my tiny mind being like blown <laughs> in terms of going oh right okay this is but I, I sort of didn't 
I also didn't go with any expectation of like, um, oh, I, <clears throat> I need to know the canon of Shakespeare mm-hmm. or yeah. Sarah Kane or like what. I mean, I didn't even know other than like probably Shakespeare. I didn't know any of that. I think all of that kind of performance installation course, all of the Odin Theatre course that we had like um, had had done through or Holloway allowed us to get to that point and go well how do we represent something like missing Mm. with a theater piece that doesn't need to be like people sat to watch something and it it was funny in a way because when we came up with this um this um form which was uh six people at a time going on separate journeys throughout like a kind of complex um and they would sort of the the audio the audio guide would like uh cause them to kind of just miss each other yeah. at each point but you know even that when we did it we it, we challenged Royal Holloway but we challenged Royal Holloway back a little bit yeah. as well and I remember that as a little bit of a first moment of having to have that conversation with a few of the lecturers where they we challenged them to be like how are you going to mark this you're all going to go on a different experience mm-hmm. like yeah. it's all going to be yeah. you're not going to experience exactly Together. the same no. thing um, we'll do it for six people because we knew there were six examiners. Markers, examiners. Six examiners. Well, maybe six that's where the that six all sense. started. Yeah. They yeah. they sort of met us with that challenge. And I thought that was a real, uh, I just remember that I was like weirdly being really proud of that mm. moment that even we just sort of challenged the kind of process a little bit. We'd like challenged the institution a little bit to yeah. to go actually no you're not just going to sit and watch us for half an hour you're going to do it you're we're going to do even, it we're just running you, around in the background yeah you're not even going to see us yeah. you're not you're not going to if you're marking us on acting or performance yeah. that ain't going to work here because yeah. you're not even going to see us yeah you, you and you're only going to hear one of us yeah for the whole time you have one of our voices each yeah of you. yeah 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 um so yeah i remember that as a real first moment of like yeah i feel like we're doing something really powerful mm. Um, yeah it, it did it did it, when you put it like that it did feel like a kind of series of challenges um going back and forth in a way you know like you you're being challenged to accept how something could be seen as performance or as art and to be able to articulate and justify it and to be able to show that you you know you don't just have a set kind of idea of what is and isn't allowed um but then obviously with that comes the permission to act practically and not then just make the same stuff that you've been making at school and to be able to go, okay, so you're telling me that loads of people sort of in a hotel on the end of telephones, like I remember watching that that video for Gob Squad, you know, help me make it through the night and going like, so that's allowed. Like that's, (laughs) that counts. Like this, that's what, that's what we are here to do. But yeah, they, 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 I, I, that feeling of yeah. being slightly indignant and feeling very challenged and to a certain extent a bit threatened mm-hmm. because it's the, the very core of like, I know my stuff. I'm good at this. You know, I, I was really good at drama at school. So, you know, like I, I, I've got that. That's part of my identity. And then someone go, look, here's something that's going to make you feel really uncomfortable mm-hmm. or challenged and going, oh, I've really got to sort of 
let let the let the let let yeah. it through the door and but you also know. that feeling of being totally responsible in that moment for making somebody's work happen and I suppose we've come to that quite a lot because we're you know we are so reliant on the audience members making it happen for each other because that's how we set it up and that was quite important particularly to certain pieces of our work that if one person just didn't do it it would fall down for everyone else and we had to um you put in you know moments particularly on the barbican I remember like where if that person didn't make it there would be somebody standing in or something like that and it's just like we put it completely in the hands of of somebody else and that for that that sort of opened my eyes to actually yeah you can just step back and and give them the the, the driving seat to make the work happen for themselves I yeah that was I found that really uh inspiring okay question to you both when did you feel either I've got two questions when did you feel like you were a professional company when was that first moment still waiting <laughs> yeah um and when did you feel proud of the work you made don't you dare <laughs> <laughs> okay first question that's my, when did you feel when did you feel like a professional company um mine is very very clear because I remember so after so the playhouse secrets yeah um, Marlon Britton, who was one of the uh, Barbican producers at the time, came to see it um, because Alex was doing an internship there or something like that yeah. um, and had invited her along. Um, her actual experience went disastrously and she got famously out. got locked out uh, because <laughs> the fire exit closed behind her and she yeah. couldn't get back in so again. So there's a voice like, um, go through the door, <laughs> look, who was that? And she's just standing there like banging on the Can't fire escape door. <laughs> But That's despite that terrible start, <laughs> um, she called, I remember she um, called us in for a meeting and me and Alex went along for this meeting and, um, and, and she said, I think this could really work for the foyers and the Barbican. Um, so this was, we did it in Southwark Playhouse in about, in the summer, didn't we? So about sort of July and the meeting was like kind of September and, um, and I remember us having this conversation with her and her going, yeah, so we're thinking like April, like spring 2010. Um, what what do you guys think? And I just remember that, like, you know, that feeling when your stomach's just like going like yeah. bubbles, like all the butterflies, yeah. all the bubbles, like everything. And you just want in the meeting, you want to be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But of course you're like, you've got the oh, wrong people. We can check with the others, but <laughs> I'm sure that maybe we we'll can just run the numbers. make yeah. something work. Yeah, and she asked about numbers. We literally Googled And, and I was like, £120? Because um, that's what we put in first. But, um, and, and she was going like, oh, I think we would have a budget around 10K for something like this. And it, it even went up, I think our first Barbican budget was 12, 13K. And, but I remember like, I was literally going from 120 quid to do it at Southern Playhouse to having that meeting with Marlin. And, it, and, and Alex just, just squeezed my knee <laughs> under the table. And it was like, oh my God, the Barbican are yeah. offering us to be part of to bite. be part of bite spring 2010 to be to be on at the barbican with our first piece of work yeah. and yeah. like and with this kind of budget that would have the scope for us to work mm-hmm. professionally on it that yeah. we could pay ourselves yeah. to to be there and pay our travel and pay like 
all of that stuff and I think that was that little knee squeeze was like we 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 yeah. gone prof yeah, we gone yeah, profesh yeah, yeah. here really um, pressure pressure's on yeah, and then and then of course I rang you and freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember the phone calls. I remember the phone calls. But yeah, it, and it was sort of when, and I had, I I think I had it as well. I had one of those moments when, so we, we were making this piece at the Barbican, and because we had the Barbican's press team behind us, Ooh. we also there was a lot about Barbican taking on a graduate company straight out of university to do something because it was sort of like this brave, <laughs> very brave, <laughs> ridiculous yeah. thing they'd done. And I remember getting on, and we'd done this, so we'd done an interview, but in the business element of the of the Guardian. I think we were in, like, the business bit. Was it the Times Educational Supplement? No, that was it. It was the, yeah, okay, well, it was the Times. And um, getting on the tube, and our big picture was in it, and being behind someone reading the article where we were in the picture that he was reading in front of me on the tube. And you're like, this is silly. This is bad news. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me those feelings yeah. now. Well, do you remember, because we, we ran every single show, so... I think, how many shows do we have to do a day to make it work for the bargain? We did 53 in total, I think. Yeah, over two weeks, I think it was. So we were working all at the time and we all had sort of jobs um uh, i remember walking across from the national theater like <laughs> going to the American show um and we were exhausted and but our show got on um uh claudia winkleman's radio <laughs> two show do you remember oh, yeah. yeah and we all it was on like like 10 p.m. or something so we all went down to the basement in the barbican the bottom floor by the car park and we all had the radio on and we were just like huddled around it so we could all hear with all the guys that were helping us out with the show and and that's the moment it was just like what on earth is going on because claudia winkleman was talking about non-zero one you're like this is this is ridiculous and wonderful and yeah that was that one that really does live in my little special memory bank Thank you for joining us for this podcast with Non-Zero One. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. And if that was your first one, there are seven more or six more if you've done two. So you can make your way through the whole... (laughs) Are you going to go through all the numbers? <laughs> you make your way through the whole How lot many of more are there and if have you've such done a nice five. time. There'll be three more. And then when you've done seven, you'll only have one more to go. And if you've done eight, you can join on zero one. <laughs> and you also will have listened to this outro eight times as well. Sorry about it. All right then. See you later. Bye. Bye.